Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing well. Excellent. Are we ready to start things off? We are. No chat. No chatter I know. today. There's we, no time. There's a we lot did a, here. We did a 40 minute show last week. People don't really want to listen to us talk that I know. Much. That must have been a lot of chatter because there wasn't that much news. However, we had 1,700 listens in like 24 hours. Somebody which is a record to us for us. On a loop or something? If someone from Sydney, Australia listened to us 1,700 <laughs> times. We must be soothing. They must just listen to us over and over again. We're very big down under. <laughs> All right, let's start with the Disney Parks blog. Um, the Magic Back Collection debuts at Disneyland? That's right. The Magic is Back is the new collection, which debuted in Disneyland. And, uh, you know, what better reason to put out a clothing line than reopening the parks? So it's a very cool logo. Uh, a lot uh, of it involving like Mickey. It. It's very cute. Um, you know, I'm not one for extended advertising campaigns, but I think this one's pretty worthy of, yeah. uh, of celebrating. Yeah, and it's very collectible merchandise. It is. It mm-hmm. will be. Yep. All right. Um, speaking of merchandise, Disney uh, merchandising has added NFL teams to their collection. That's right. So Disney and the NFL have partnered uh, with the NFL draft coming up April 29th on ESPN. What better time than to announce that the NFL and junk food clothing have worked with Disney to incorporate Mickey Mouse, Star Wars, and Marvel. Uh, so the Mickey quarterback tee uh, has Mickey as quarterback for all of the NFL teams. Uh, then there is a series of Avengers throwback t-shirts, uh, which just have team logos with the Avengers in that very comic book script uh, type of, of writing. Mm-hmm. And then the last shirts are the Rebels uh, and Dark Side Rebels and Empire team shirts. Uh, so one is dark, and it includes uh, Darth Vader, Boba Fett, and a stormtrooper. And the other one is uh, a light heather gray, and uh, consists of Luke, Han, and Leia. And then each one incorporates your team's and name. And then right then, there's a different shirt for each team. Okay. So very cool. All right. Um, three Central Florida children's hospitals are getting virtual visits from animals and nature. You know, if you're going to be in a hospital in, in as a kid in Central Florida, uh, the three children's hospitals that are there get a lot of attention from Disney. I think if you're going to be in a hospital because you're a kid, you should do it in Florida. There you go. So Advent Health for Children, which is in in Orlando, Orlando Health Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children, and the Nemours Children's Hospital, uh, before the pandemic, used to get visits from the animal kingdom uh, and some of their animals, such as rabbits, hedgehogs, and birds. Uh, And the animal care experts would come in and talk about how the animals get medical care. Uh, as a way to calm the kids and and teach them. Um, But now they've started doing stuff virtually. So due to COVID, um, they are doing a lot of the animation uh, station work um, and video sessions with the kids uh, and their animals. So very cool that the animal teams were able to continue supporting uh, their children's, you know, their their efforts with the children's hospitals. Yeah, great people doing Great work. I'm sure not only in Central Florida, but, you know, across the United States, I think there's a lot of people who are wonderful to the kids at the children's hospitals. Yes. Um, There is a new magic shot now in the Animal Kingdom. Um, I got to see a photo of what it looks like, and I think it makes you look like a weird bobblehead. (laughs) Yes. And if you have a big head, you're you're doubly screwed because it makes your head gigantic. Uh, So it is a new tiny world magic shot in the Animal Kingdom. It is a 360-degree capture experience. It is available every day from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. 
from the Disney PhotoPass photographer at the exit to It's Tough to Be a Bug on the Tree of Life Trails. Um, so uh, if you're interested in that, uh, you can go to the Parks blog to see what it looks like. And if you're in the parks, uh, feel free to stop by and then post it on our page so we can see what it looks like. All right. Maybe I'll do one next week. <laughs> yeah, I would like to see that. I'd like to see you as a bobblehead. Uh, Disney Cruise Line is going to have a virtual reveal of the Disney Wish. Very excited for this. Next Thursday, April 29th at 11 a.m., although that is the day we're in Hollywood Studios, <laughs> uh, they are going to do a virtual reveal with a show called Once Upon a Disney Wish. Uh, it is going to be hosted by Ashley Long, who is one of the cruise directors, Um and they're going to introduce a little bit about the ship and how they're using the magic of technology to bring the ship to life. It's going to be a 30-minute virtual presentation. Uh, you're going to get to see some behind-the-scenes work with Imagineers and the creative team. Uh, there will be some special character appearances and surprise performances. Not sure if they're going to release uh, itinerary and or uh, inaugural sale date. Okay. I hope they do. So do I. Disney has announced a new plastic-free um, packaging type for Disney dolls. And why have they done it for this month? Because it's Earth Month. Because it's Earth Month. So the packaging is uh, now removing all plastic from the box. It is a 100% recyclable material, uh, and it's made of sustainable, uh, sustainably sourced paper. Okay. So this uh, collection includes their 15 classic dolls. Uh, and this, they say this packaging can be recycled curbside or reused. Um, so you can use the box as a prop for playtime or storage at any time. Uh, right now it's available in the parks and the resorts, but it will be rolled out worldwide to Disney stores uh, in the near future. Yeah, it's a great way to go. I would super appreciate things that came without that viewing window because while I do recycle that um the cardboard, I have to pull out the plastic window mm -hmm. and either throw it out or recycle it separately with, like, my plastic bags, and that's a pain. All right. Um, in California, the Disneyland hotel grounds are going to be open to all guests during the day and have restricted access to only the hotel guests in the evening. That's right. What they're starting to do is they are putting in scan gates um, so that if uh, you're a guest, your your room key will be able to scan the gate to allow you inside at night. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a little more secure, which is good. Um, the Disneyland Hotel does not currently have a reopening date, but these are just some of the enhancements that they're making, you know, prior to the resort reopening, because now once the park's open, the hotel can't be far behind. Right. Yes. Looking forward to that. Over in California Adventure, Grizzly River Run is not going to open until May 7th. There must have been a, an earlier date previously that it was supposed to open? No, it's just uh, undergoing its annual refurbishment. Oh, okay. You thought that they would have opened uh, it with the park. pushed it back a week, you know, but this is the time it's scheduled for maintenance, and right. they've stuck to that schedule. Okay. So uh, the first week you're in California Adventure, no Grizzly, uh, no Grizzly River Run for you. All right. At Downtown Disney in California, Splitsville has reopened. They have reopened with enhanced safety and protocol measures in place. Um, so they're now doing, you know, uh, single-use menus, uh, temperature checks for guests and staff, protective equipment on every team member, social distancing. So they've reconfigured all the tables and the queues. Uh, the tables are disinfected after each guest. 
Um, they ask that uh, guests help by planning ahead with reservations. Uh, do not come in the lobby or bear, uh, bar area and to give your fellow guests their space. Okay. And then um, also in downtown Disney, construction walls are up around the old The Void space. Yeah, The Void closed back in July and uh, of 2020. And nothing's happened in October. They took away the signage. Um, but they have now put construction walls up. So who knows if that means they're just boarding things up or if there's going to be something new coming to that site. All right. A spot to watch. Yep. Moving over to Florida, the Orange County mayor has said he expects to relax the mask mandate this summer. That's right. Mayor Demings stated in a press conference uh, that he expects to relax the mask mandate. Um, he had earlier said that he expected it to be lifted by June, but he is now targeting late summer uh, due to a rise in COVID-19 cases. Um, and he says that physical distancing guidelines and temperature checks could be lifted earlier than the mask mandate. However, please keep in mind that private businesses, which include Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando Resort, make their own rules regarding masks, distancing, and temperature checks. Mm -hmm. So even though Orange County as a whole might lift all three of those, the theme parks could keep their own protocols in place right. for a period of time. Right. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, Disney World uh, has released the park hours for the week of June 7th. June 27th. Oh, through, I'm sorry. Through July 3rd. That's okay. okay. Uh, so for that week, which is the lead up to 4th of July, uh, Magic Kingdom will be open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. for that period. Epcot will be 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Hollywood Studios, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Animal Kingdom, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on July, on June 27th and 6 p.m. the rest of the week. And then, of course, as it gets closer, they will modify those times. Yeah, I don't even know why they bother putting the initial ones out. Why don't they right. just release the initial ones for the next year? You would think they would do that. And then modify them, at, like, with, you know, a month before. Whatever. Um, a new cast member entrance is coming to the Ticket and Transportation Center. That's right. Uh, it, Walt Disney World has filed a permit, which indicates that a new cast member entrance will be, will, will be built between the Ticket and Transportation Center and the Polynesian Village Resort. Um, it's going to replace the old Floridian Way entrance for Polynesian cast members who have to park at the TTC. Um, so that's uh, that's a good news. All right. For cast members. I mean, it doesn't impact guests. No, I mean, that's good for cast members, though. Um, surface curing has started on the Cinderella Castle stage. That's right. The uh, surface has been laid and they are now curing it, um, which involves, uh, I guess, the color, the coloring uh, of the spray on surfacing. So it has been sprayed on and that surface is now curing. And then there's going to be another platform built, but it's uh, very close to being done. Hard-hitting news here, people. It is. It is. And then they will remove the rolling mm. planters that are blocking the stage entrance. Right. Moving over to Epcot. Pin trading headquarters is closed as the pavement replacement continues. That's right. We've mentioned that they're replacing a lot of the pavement underneath uh, Spaceship Earth, and they are now doing so over at the pin trading headquarters and camera center, which we mentioned last week would be closed for about three weeks while they work on this pavement. All right. Um, also in Epcot, the harmonious ring arms have been partially covered in screen material. Uh, yeah, because they're very, I want to say they're they're very utilitarian. I mean, they're just steel. Without the screens, yeah. Right, without the screens, it's just steel with tubing and wires. And if you can't picture this, they are, you know, they're rings. 
and they're not covering the open space of the ring. So it's not like the ring is now solid. They are covering sort of the... Um, the arms. The body of the ring itself. Right. Like the inner... Like it's a thick ring. So, right. right. So it has like depth to it. So they're covering the like inside part of it. When you said it originally, I just figured they were putting a screen that basically filled in the O. No. Which is not the case at all. No. So there's a framework that makes the ring. They're covering the framework with a, with a meshing so right. that you can't really see what the ring contains. Right. Okay. Um it, Let's see. Construction is moving slowly on the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind facade. Very slowly. Uh, the facade is still covered in blue um, weatherproofing, but uh, you know they've got a lot of work to do on the inside. They filed a permit for show elements to to do the inside, and then the outside still has to get done. But none of that really matters because uh, James Gunn has announced that they have uh, not yet filmed any scenes for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, but it is on his calendar to do when they begin filming the third movie later this year. Okay. So the attraction will not open, right. at least until after filming begins. Um, you know, Then they've got to film it, edit it, put it together, make sure it fits with the ride. Which seems to be the least of their problems because they haven't gotten very far on the actual ride itself. So. Exactly. Um, but however, even though this thing seems like it might never happen, the ride poster for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind has been released. That's right. It seems like the big thing now has been ride posters over in Epcot, uh, and they did debut the new Epcot poster. Um, it is available in multiple formats. Um, there are matted prints available. There are rolled prints available. Um, it comes at the cost of $99 for the limited release version. Wait, it's $99 for a poster? For a poster, Yes. Uh, and it involves... Is uh, it framed? I don't know. It's the premium poster, so I'd have to look to see what the premium poster includes. They but, probably frame that. But right now, there's Groot, there's Rocket, uh, Star-Lord, the ride vehicles, which based on the picture, uh, we already know that the cars are going to move, so they're kind of going through a rotation like you do on Spaceship Earth, where mm -hmm. the car turns. Mm -hmm. um, so that uh, that's pretty cool, I guess. Okay. If you you're want into ride posters, you, want you might want to get one. dollars ride poster. That's right. And available you, now. And it's only available through April 30th. All right. So it's a limited time offer. Better hurry. And then if you want to get one for the old Universe of Energy, it's matted for $39. Why would you want one for a ride that's not there anymore? Because some people like to have the historic look at it. Well, then they should have bought it when it was like still <laughs> happening, and then it would be historic. It wasn't the, the thing back then. I mean, they're selling World of Motion posters. So dumb. Anything to make a buck. Yep. In Hollywood Studios, the cost, speaking of anything to make a buck, the cost of lightsabers has increased by $20 at Savi's Workshop. That's right. They've gone from $199 to $219 uh, in Walt Disney World. Uh, the prices for Disneyland are still listed at $199, but the parks aren't reopened yet. So I, I can assume that once the parks reopen, they will increase the cost uh, as well out in California. So, you know, I did one when we went... In December, January, 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 and I enjoyed it. It was one hundred ninety nine dollars. The experience took about twenty minutes. It's probably the fastest one hundred ninety nine dollars I've ever spent. Um, but if you're a Star Wars fan, it's just something that you have to do. Yeah, no, it, I mean it was. I think it was worth it for for the experience for you. I think it's a little hard if you have a family with more than just one. Maybe two people that want to do it. Right. Because that's hard. Even just two people, you know, over $200. Right. That, I mean, over $400. That's a lot of money. Yeah. 
So I mean, uh, the price increased by 10%. So that's a, that's a big jump. It is. All right. Um, let's see. What do we have next here? Teleprompters right. aren't working well. I know. I know. Get those things fired up better. In Animal Kingdom, plexiglass dividers have been added to the um, Navi River Journey boats. Yep, to increase capacity. All right. And then over at the Rainforest Cafe by Animal Kingdom, the park entrance is now open. That's right. You had to actually exit the park and go around to the main entrance to get into the Rainforest Cafe after they reopened. Um, But that is not the case anymore. And the interior uh, entrance from the park is now open and available. It is two-way traffic. Okay. Um, so uh, that's that's good news if you're trying to get into the rainforest. Great. Or get out of the rainforest. Or get out of the, usually trying to get out of the rainforest. Right. All right. Um, and then a celebrate. Well, all right. I'm going to say it and then you can clarify. Celebration of Festival of the Lion King is going to debut in mid-May. You are correct. Yes. Uh, according to a Instagram post from Jeff Vale, who is the president of the Walt Disney uh, World Resort, he posted a picture of cast members um, practicing the new show. It is a modified version of Festival of the Lion King, uh, but it is scheduled to debut in mid-May. There is not a firm date yet, but they have announced that it will be reopening in mid-May. Okay. Yeah. So it's like not going to be the full show. Right. It's the, just a version. Specifically, the tumble monkeys will not be there. Boo, the best part. All right. Um, there's a new meet and greet with Russell from Up at the Animal Kingdom. That's right. Russell... Uh, is at the exit of the Rafiki's Planet Watch Wildlife Express train. Uh, he has a hand-drawn picture of his friend Kevin, and uh, he's looking for him. A little search. He's got his binoculars and his camera, and uh, he will take socially distant uh, selfies with you. Very cute. So a, a nice little meet and greet. Good. Um, and then also in Animal Kingdom, Coda and Kanai who are from Brother Bear, I believe, am I they correct, um, have been added to the flotillas on Discovery River as part of Earth Month. That's right. Uh, if you check out the uh, flotilla, they're going to be there for Earth Day celebrations, but they're only there until April 24th. So if you get a chance, uh, there have been a number of, of characters in Animal Kingdom this week, uh, uh, Russell being one of them. He's not seen too frequently um, and now Coda and Kanai are there. So, you know, every now and then they, they bring out some some of the lesser seen characters. All right. Um, and then in Disney Springs, the construction of Beatrix has been canceled. Yeah, Beatrix Health Foods was supposed to be the restaurant that replaced Bongo's, uh, which was knocked down. Um, Beatrix Health Foods was announced in August of 2019, but there hasn't been much progress outside of construction walls uh, around the Bongo site. Um, Let Us Entertain You Restaurants, which is the uh, company that owns Beatrix, um, has reached out and said the project is not actually canceled, uh, but construction has been indefinitely postponed, and they agree with Disney that the property should be turned into a green space until the project is restarted. I mean, a green space would be nice, but that's kind of annoying. You know what that sounds like? What? It's been canceled. Yeah, I'm sure it has. Yeah. In resort news, the walkway um, between the monorail station and the ceremonial house at the Polynesian has begun. Yep. They have uh, laid some of the foundation for what will be the flooring, uh, which leads from the monorail station back to the great ceremonial house. They continue to put in overhead trusses for the roof. Uh, so they are they are moving along. They're making progress. Very good. It's going to be so fun when it's done. Yeah. It, 
But didn't they just redo the Great Ceremonial House 10 years ago? They Eight did. I mean, ago? I still want it back to the original with the waterfall want, indoors. Yeah, I want but, the waterfall you know, back. That's not happening. So. Uh, so then let's just move to entertainment news. <laughs> sure. Um, in entertainment news, the trailer for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings um, has been released. That's right. This is going to be the second movie in uh, Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe after Black Widow, which is due out in July. Uh, this movie is going to be released on September 3rd, uh, and it stars uh, Simu Liu, and it happened to be his birthday yesterday. And in honor of his birthday, they released a teaser trailer and a teaser poster. Uh, for the movie, so it uh, it does look good. It's, it does, yeah. Tony made me watch the trailer. Yep. It looks good. I, I, I made you. I you didn't. Did. I didn't no, twist you, your arm. Yeah, you did. You, okay, you're always did. twisting my arm. If you make me watch a trailer, because I never really want to watch. No, them. you don't. You you <laughs> hardly want to go to the movies with me, except for the fact there's popcorn. So, yeah, if there wasn't popcorn, I wouldn't go. So um, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to this. Uh, no word yet on whether this is going to have a digital release on uh, Disney Plus under Premier Access, like they're doing with Black Widow. But hopefully by September, we're in a better state with the theaters. They better have things back in the theaters by September. Um, Two stars have signed on to join the cast of Secret Invasion on Disney+. Do you know what Secret Invasion is? I don't. All right. So Secret Invasion is a story uh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it was announced that uh, Nick Fury is going to be the lead in it. So this is a Samuel L. Jackson film. But Secret Invasion was a comic book miniseries with the crawl. If you recall from the Captain Marvel movie, the Krull were the group that could uh, shapeshift. Okay. Uh, Skrull, Kree, Skrull. Skrull invasion. Okay. Um, so what happens is there are a number of heroes that have been uh, uh, Skrull imposters. Uh, and during the invasion, it's found out that, you know, maybe that wasn't really Captain America. Maybe that was a Skrull impersonating him. Gotcha. Uh, so this is going to be one of the big Marvel deals on Disney Plus. Um, but Olivia Coleman has joined the cast. Um, Olivia Coleman um, was a, an Academy Award winner for her film in 2018, The Favorite. Uh, she has also uh, won a Golden Globe for her portrayal of Queen Elizabeth II in The Crown. Uh, so that is good news for that series because she's got some uh, acting chops, as they say in the business. And then uh, Amelia Clark who you might know from Game of Thrones, has also joined the cast. Cool. So, yeah, fun fun, and exciting casting news. All right. Um, and then American Idol is headed to Walt Disney World for Disney Night, which is a little bit different because they usually go to Disneyland, don't they? They do uh, because they usually are all housed in California, but with COVID, things are a little different this year. Um, but all of the contestants uh, were immediately flown to Walt Disney World after the show the other night, and Disney Night will take place on May 2nd, uh, and that's primarily because the Oscars is this Sunday on ABC. Right. Okay, so they're skipping a week. All right, and then in Universal News, the Velocicoaster team member costumes have been revealed. They did, and for the first time in history, a Universal costume comes with an accompanying face mask. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so there is an official face mask for the ride, uh, but the costumes have been released. And if you've seen the Jurassic Park movies, uh, the ones with Chris Pratt, they look like what the guards wore in the okay. movies. So the security force. Right. Um, so that uh, those will debut in two months when the ride opens. I'm glad that fits in. Yes. Always good when the theming works. In SeaWorld news, um, they are going to be celebrating Cinco de Mayo. 
That's right. Cinco de Mayo is going to be uh, a part of their Seven Seas Food Festival on certain dates. They're going to have a fiesta in the street, um, a DJ dance party, and live bands performing traditional Mexican music, and a menu that includes beef barbacoa tacos, drunken shrimp tostadas, and SeaWorld chef's take on an uh, elite dish. That's what the theme park is saying. I don't know what that is. Uh, they also did a similar overlay for Mardi Gras during this year's food festival, uh, but their Cinco de Mayo days will be April 30th through May 2nd, uh, May 5th, which is actually Cinco de Mayo, and May 7th through 9th. Uh, their Seven Seas food event will wrap up for the year on May 9th. Okay. So this festival is included in the cost of regular park admission, and menu items are on sale at kiosks throughout the park. All right. And then everyone's favorite uh, news item, it's time for the first quarter 2021 injury report. You know what the sad thing about having the parks at reduced capacity? There's not that much in injury There's reports. not that many injuries. Mm. So there were only four injuries reported Darn. in the first quarter. Um, a 69-year-old female guest injured her ankle on the Grand Fiesta Tour. <laughs> Uh, a 72-year-old guest became ill while riding the Kilimanjaro safaris. Well, that's no surprise. A 71-year-old female guest experienced motion sickness on the E.T. adventure at Universal Studios. Okay. So far, the average age of these people is 70 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a 42-year-old woman, uh, after riding the Incredible Hulk, had an incident of syncope. Oh, that's yes. like me. That's right. And syncope is when your blood pressure drops really fast. And you pass out. And she passed out. So yeah. uh, those are the only four um, instances that occurred. And uh, other than that, people have been healthy. Oh, well, and that's good news. All yes. right. Do we have any closing words? I don't think so. All right. So until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to an injury-free mm-hmm. Disney Drive Time podcast.